I've been watching a lot of New Girl. <laughs> okay. I don't know why. Yeah. Actually, I do know why. I've been thinking about it. It's comfort food. Okay, yeah. It's a dumb show. Yep. That is just just such an easy thing to watch. I don't think it's that dumb of a show though. I think it's actually pretty pretty smart. Conceptually, it's smart. What they do with their characters is interesting, but the choices that they make sometimes are very boneheaded. Sure. Yeah. I mean, just going I'm I'm I've burned through the first 3 seasons so far. And some of the some for, of the first time or no um I watched it on TV when it first came out mm-hmm. so that was like 2011 2012 yeah when it first came out I didn't finish it when it was on TV so okay. I stopped around where I'm at right now yeah around like midway through the show um <clears throat> and just you know some of the some of the choices just spoiler alert if you haven't watched <laughs> New Girl I mean they just like. Characters will just leave for no reason. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Famously. Uh, Characters will just be um, like almost every breakup has just been for no reason. Yeah. They just they just break up. They just break up for for drama. But it's like it's just it's poorly written. It doesn't it, it, it. You can't make me invest in these characters and then. Because you guys want to go in a different direction with the show, you just go, ah, we're done with that. It's strange because I, cause I, I mean, just so people know, I, ha- I didn't finish the series either. Mm. I got a little bit further than halfway through. Yeah. But I agree with you, but also I think it's also really well written. <sighs> See, I don't, <clears throat> I don't think it's that well written, to be honest with you. I only mean that not... <sighs> Maybe I'm getting into semantics here, but not literally, but like the characters are well, like, yes, w- uh, uh, well crafted, I guess. Yes. They, you know? they are very fully fleshed out characters. There's yeah. a lot of, um, there's a lot of nuance to them. There's a lot of levels to what each character, like wh- what they're going through and how they experience yeah. things and how they deal with things. Like they're very fleshed out characters, which only serves to illustrate how poorly the plot is written mm-hmm. when you have such really well-written characters. They and, wouldn't, they're so well-written that when they make decisions, you go, he wouldn't have done that. Mm-hmm. He just wouldn't have done that. Yeah. Well, and, and not only that, but I think it's a testament to like the casting of it. Oh like, yeah. All of them are perfect for what they're doing yeah. in that show. Well, they're perfectly cast. Yeah. Yeah. They're perfectly. Everyone's cast. so endearing. Yeah. And they all like play perfectly against or with each other. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. So I'm just I I'm going to murder her. <laughs> <laughs> what, did did she think she was going into like another universe when she stepped into the I other have, room? I have no idea. Did she think that like the doorway There's of so- your room is like another dimension? That's the dog <laughs> <laughs> screaming in the other room. Um so yeah, I mean I've been watching it as as uh, comfort food mm-hmm. because I've just been really, really amped up, really anxious these past couple of weeks, just mm-hmm. with everything that's been going on yeah. with my jobs. Right, so, jobs, jobs. <laughs> so I've just been wanting to kind of not confront it, I guess. Yeah. So I've just been. 
watching some getting dumb. absorbed in a fake world where everybody's pretty. Yeah. <laughs> and some of them, it's funny because some of them are <laughs> they're, they're, the show is, you know, it was like uh, almost 10 years ago. Right. Mm-hmm. So they're all like 30 or 31. Yeah. And they're like what the, the existential trauma. <laughs> yeah. You relate to it. Oh, big uh-huh. time. Anybody yeah. in at, at like, cause when the show first came out, I was made, I was 22, mm-hmm. 23. Yeah. So it was a fun show, but like some of the stuff that they were going through, I was like, ah, that's later. That's yeah. And now I'm, I'm in the thick of it and I'm like, Oh, I get it now. I mm-hmm. so fucking understand it now. I get it. Yeah. So it's very relatable on that on that level. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So yeah, it's good. I can I'm, talk at length I'm, about I'm it. I'm glad you're coping. I don't think we should talk about a ten year old show on this <laughs> podcast, especially to open it. Well, so here's the thing: not coping, but let's get into the show. Okay, we won't have to talk about New Girl anymore. Sure. <laughs> uh, what's funny? I was other coping mechanisms. <laughs> <laughs> I was on I was on Snapchat, and you know how Snapchat has like those little shows now down at the bottom where those little uh swipe through show things that you can watch like i'm not have snapchat anymore <laughs> oh yeah that's right that's right <laughs> i was i was going through the catalog in my brain of social media i'm like snapchat snapchat Sna- no oh no it's not there anymore i don't even know no, what it looks no, like no, no well when you go on your home page when you go on your home page there's a there's a thing down at the bottom or not your home page but like um when you go look at your friend's stories underneath that is the sh- oh, clip shows okay. and like you know a uh, guy that's gets like uh, p- uh tiktok sort of i don't know i i don't have tiktok oh, so well, i don't know what go. that looks like yeah 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 i only see what people post from tiktok uh-huh. i think i think i think i might just get one i or mean not me i i definitely want to get one for the the show the show yeah I don't know. Maybe I'll just get one so I can lurk. Let's get into this beer. Okay. I feel like I've wasted a lot of time telling people about a, a decades-old show, <laughs> one that people have already seen. I had to Google something at the end of the show so that I so that I could stop feeling anxiety about it. Okay. Something about the end of New Girl? Yeah. I Googled the series finale. Oh, you're doing cheat codes. Yeah, I did. I did. I couldn't handle it. Oh, God. I couldn't handle it. I needed to know. I needed to know. Let me tell you. No, you belong in jail. <laughs> I don't like that at all. No, hey, listen. I didn't like it about myself either. I didn't like it. Oh. But it, but but it was it's not like a piece of media that I really care about. You know? Yeah. I was I was it, it, I wouldn't google the end of a movie that I've been wanting to watch for for years, you it, know? I it wasn't it it wasn't if Nick and Jess are together in the end, is it? it, it oh, it, come on. <laughs> That's like the one tether throughout the entire thing. But it's not a good tether. It's not it's not written. Okay, so their first breakup. We're doing this now. You asked oh, for this. Their first break <laughs> their first breakup. <sighs> they have a fight and then and then they break up because uh they don't have anything in common. Mm-hmm. What? <laughs> How long have they lived together? They yeah. know each other. They would know before they got together that they didn't have anything in common. Yeah. It, it's a ridiculous thing to break up over. It's, I mean, it's so clearly just to keep them in that will they, won't they space forever which, and which, ever. Which I don't like because when I Googled it, I found out that it was an intentional move by the writers. Of course it because was. Because they, they wrote themselves into a hole mm-hmm. because they, they paired them up too soon. Yeah. 
Okay, I'm fine with you breaking them up and putting them back into this will they won't they, mm-hmm. which was the tether for the first three seasons. You yeah. could tell that there was a lot of electricity between them. It's gonna happen eventually. Mm-hmm. It's a Jim and Pam thing. Sure. And same thing that happens with Jim and Pam. They get together. That whole plot point kind of goes down because it's like who cares yeah, at that it's point. Over. I would argue that they are interesting enough together that you could have just left them together and then focused on the other characters. That's true. I feel like Winston isn't as fleshed out as the rest of them yet. I know that I've heard that it gets better for him, but I feel like he, he is the weakest link. Yeah. yeah. I feel like you could do... There's enough characters that their story of trying to make it work now is as compelling. Because like with Jim and Pam, for instance... It's almost the whole series. Yeah. And then when they finally get together, what they I mean, they get married really quickly, right? They get mm-hmm. like they get together together. Yeah, yeah. There's no like issues. I mean, I know that they fight, I guess. But mm-hmm. there's no there's no real static there. Right. But with 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 Nick and and, and Jess, there's real static mm-hmm. there. Yeah. And the reason that they break up is a good a good thing to have kept them together and watched them work out. Those very very large differences between their personalities. Yeah. I, I think, and I mean, as you watch the show, you see that they use them uh, separately, not only to have that will-they-won't-they they dynamic, which is, you know, dynamite, basically, every time you put it into a sitcom like yeah. that, uh, time-tested technique here, but it also gives them a lot more leeway to introduce these, like, one-off or, like, three episode story arc uh characters that are just people they're hooking up with basically right and that well that's what they did with the first three seasons yeah so everything that they're gonna do after this which i know that they're gonna do is like well but we already did this so it it, what it does is it it paints them into another corner of like okay how are you going to be original with all these one-offs you already did this. Mm-hmm. And then they got over that. They got together because they found out that, you know, they realized that they were in love or whatever. Then you break them up and then you you make them hook up with all these other characters and then you keep that sexual tension between them still. And it's like, yeah, but you already did this. You don't get to do it again now yeah. because you, you felt like, ah, what do we do now? It's like, mm. think more. <laughs> think more. Think more. Yes. <laughs> Think Come more. Come up with better shit. Uh-huh. Come up with better plots. Okay. Anyway. I guess. I'm not going to fight with you on this. Yeah. You better not. <sighs> I'm so thirsty. All right. Let's get into the beer. I feel like I've I've wasted a lot of time on that. Uh, well, no time is wasted when you're having fun. Am I right? It's always a good time. It's always a good time. All right. Let's crack over these brewskis. Okay. Obi, tell the people what we're drinking tonight. We've got the Walking on Air by Civil Society Brewing. It's a New England IPA brewed with a good helping of wheat and oats to lend a rich, creamy mouthfeel. Mm. Hopped with mosaic cripo, cryo, excuse me, <laughs> hopped with mosaic cryo, mosaic T90, <laughs> motueka, Simcoe, and citra cryo. All right. Not cripo cryo? Not cripo cryo. We're sitting at a 6.4% ABV. All right, ladies and gentlemen, my name is Marco Dupa. With me is always the great and powerful Adam Obesius Rodriguez. What's up, Brewskies? And this is episode 302, 302. of the One Beer In podcast. Oh, <laughs> I spilled everywhere. 
Forget about it, cuz. Is that uh, that's, Fast and Furious? That's, that's Paul Walker. Yeah. <laughs> I said, forget about it, cuz. Mm-hmm. I remember even when I was a kid, I was like, whoa, that was weird. What? <laughs> Why did he do that? What? Where did that come? Was that like a bet? Did someone say, I bet you won't <laughs> say it? I bet you won't throw it in there. They threw it in the script, just going, Ooh, let's see. We'll see. Uh, let's see how he handles we'll this one. We'll see. We are throwing something at, uh, I mean, you know. He's one of the actors of our generation. <laughs> Talent beyond reproach. Mm. Don't don't talk bad of Mr. Paul Walker. Yeah. <clears throat> uh, <clears throat> I won't shit on Paul Walker. Thank you. But we all know. <laughs> we all know what's up. We all know. We all know. Cuz. We all know, cuz. <sighs> so I've been... Um, I've been trying to, this is kind of random, but I was listening to it on the way here. I've been trying to kind of evolve my feelings on Tupac. Okay. Because um, I, I listened to um, the New Jack New Jack City rewatchables. Have uh-huh. you listened to it yet? Yeah. Yep. And they were talking about, um, <clears throat> they, they had, Mario Van Peebles had Alan Payne's character, um, uh, second in command to Nino G baby, I think G boy G something. Mm-hmm. He was supposed to be Pac. Yeah. And, but he was too young, right? Yeah. He was too young <clears throat> at the time. I think he was 19. So it wouldn't have made a lot of sense. Uh, and it made, it, it had me thinking like all, I mean, he, he has a very short list of movies. I, I, I think that no disrespect to his, rapping career but i think in the grand scheme of things we we definitely lost a better actor than rapper okay and and, and what i'm saying is like that's a hot take i know (laughs) (laughs) people are not going to be happy and i i understand that what i'm saying is me against the world and all eyes on me coming out 95 96 ish I mean that was a that was a two punch combo knockout. That's yep. a one two, bing bing, fights over. Yep. But I think that that was Pac at the pinnacle of his skills. I think that those two albums are the best he was gonna get, hmm. and they're classic albums. I'm not shitting on those albums themselves. Yep. I'm just saying I feel like that was the limit. That was him at the height of his powers. Mm-hmm. And I feel like acting wise, we didn't get to see him at the height of his powers. I think that there was I'll I will I will go to my grave saying that he was gonna win an Oscar. I think he was that good. Okay. When I watch some of his stuff, when I watch the the what he internalizes, the the what's like beneath him, what's right at the right beneath the surface with yeah. his performances. I'm just like, ah, oh, man, what a fucking talent we yeah, lost. It was right what there. What a fucking talent. Why don't you think he would have surpassed that musically? 
because if you listen to and this is what I was going back and listening I was listening to his older albums mm-hmm. everything that he officially released none none of the the in the crates or not in the crates in the in the vault type stuff where they found shit that he had been working on and oh he made 300 songs a day and yeah, yeah it's fucking 2005 and they're coming out with new songs none of that shit <clears throat> all of his official releases and Biggie I mean, duets yeah oh god Biggie duets. (laughs) (laughs) There will be nights I'm about to fall asleep when I just hear Biggie duets. (laughs) Dude, I, I, that, oh, that duets album. Oh, fucking. I bought it first day. Big, I mean, uh, Puffy, man. Oh, Mm -hmm. he's such a fucking. And and the the other thing that made me think about this, it's funny you bring up Biggie, is because of the documentary that's on Netflix right now. Mm Mm-hmm. And it's just like, you know, a retread, retread of of all the shit that if you're a Biggie fan, you, you already know, know all of this yeah. stuff. I, it's, I didn't bother watching it because I'm like, eh. I mean, it's getting. I it, got it. Yeah, we all got it. Yeah. If you're a rap fan, if you're a Biggie fan, it's like, well, how much more information are you gonna glean from this? Yeah. You know, it's nice, but it, it's nice to see. But it's like, look. It's over, man. Yeah, well, they, I, I, they're gonna come out with a with a uh, a soundtrack to the documentary, and it's just gonna be another greatest hits album. Of course, yeah. Fucking sick of it. Give it a little bit of time, at least. Dude, do you know they came out with a soundtrack to the Notorious movie? Yeah, yeah. And all it was was just his songs again. It's stupid. I mean, it, it just really. I mean, when 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 people are like, yeah, I mean, um, fucking Puffy, all he does is just dig up. Biggie's grave. Mm-hmm. When they say shit like that, it's like it's kind of hard to argue, man. When you see the shit that he does with with his likeness and and like this kind of stuff is like, I mean, come on, man, it's over, okay? It's over. He, we got two albums out of him, okay? Yeah. It's over. As long as I guess some of that money is going to his family. Yeah. You know. Yeah. Whatever, but still, yeah. it's kind of a little shameful at times. <laughs> yeah. You're like, okay, that's a nice word for it. Okay, we got it. So anyway. I was going back and listening to Pac's older stuff. Mm-hmm. Kind of, I'm just going through the trajectory of his career. I'm, I'm at, I'm at strictly for my niggas right now, and it's like you can see that the talent was o- the, the, the rap skills were always there, but there's no real, <clears throat> there's not a huge leap forward lyrically. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like he's kind of who he is. Yep. I think he flows better. On his later releases, I think he picks better beats 1,000%. When he gets on death row, he gets, you know, Dre beats and, yeah. and all, you know, uh, 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 Mailman and all these other guys, like these legendary dudes. So it's like he's going to get way crazier beats, mm-hmm. and he does. And, and he can, I think Pac can pretty much rap on any beat, so that helps. And hip-hop itself kind of advances and becomes yes. something more modern. 1,000%. So, But I just don't think, <clears throat> I don't think Pac... I just didn't see an upswing in his ability from his first couple of releases to Machiavelli. Like it just didn't, I just didn't see, I just don't see him doing much better than that. Mm -hmm. And again, I'm talking about classic albums here. So I'm not saying like he was putting out dog shit and he was never going to get better than that. Right. I think he was up at, he was up at the top of the mountain with these releases, but I just don't think there was, he was going to do much better than that. Okay. Like think about, if if uh, if LL Cool J, <clears throat> excuse me, if LL Cool J died around Mama Said Knock You Out, I think that that's a guy 
who sounds like he is going to get a thousand times better. Mm-hmm. When you listen to radio, to to Mama Said Knock yeah. You Out, you're like, this is a different fucking guy. Mm-hmm. This dude is about to take over the world. Yeah. You know, and it, it even Biggie, I mean, if you listen to, if you listen to Ready to Die to Life After Death, you're like, holy fuck. Mm-hmm. What is he going to do? How is he going to top this? It's, it's, it's just so good. Yeah. And I just, I just, I'm, I know I sound probably sound like a pog hater, but I just didn't see that after listening to, you know, as I'm going through his career, I just don't see the, wow, what's he going to do next? Mm. I feel like that was it. I can't, I couldn't see him getting any higher than that. Okay. How you can take that other than a compliment, I don't know, but pre- people will. Yeah. People yeah. Will. Yeah. That's why I'm keeping my distance from you <laughs> this very moment. Yeah. It's hot take. You don't want to touch this if you're not ready for the fire. I'm ready. I'm ready for the smoke. Oh, no, people know I've, I've famously said Biggie was better than Pac. Yeah. I mean, it's, I don't see how you don't agree. I mean, just from pure rap skills, I, yeah, I, I just don't, I don't even think it's a competition. As far as a rapper? Yeah. Sorry. Yeah, I don't I don't think it's a competition. I don't I don't. Ever ever since I really did the deep dive on their on their albums the first time, I I just come away from it going like, it's not, it's not one and one, you yeah. know they're not the two, it's clearly yeah it's not one a one b it's clearly one and two I think so I mean, and I I think I I never I didn't always have that opinion I I grew up always being told that Tupac was superior yeah. And that he always, you know, rapped about more conscious things and was deeper. Mm-hmm. And Biggie was just this kind of like, you know, rapidy rap rap guy yeah. who sold a bunch of records and that's why people like him. The same excuse people give people who say like um, Jay-Z's the best rapper alive mm-hmm. that disagree because he sold a ton. Yeah, because he's yeah, because he was popular. That right. means he couldn't be. He's also the best rapper. Yeah. So, I don't know. I had to get over it. But, you know, once I got sober from being a rap elitist, mm-hmm. I said, no, it's it's pretty clear. It's yeah. pretty clear. I always, when I was when I was younger, I would always think, like, people would say that. And you just, like you said, you just kind of go along with it, was, especially when you're younger and you're just kind of getting your footing. Well, and there was such a, such a like, legend behind Tupac. Yeah. As this like modern day poet, mm-hmm. uh, a prophet in a way, uh, and you, I never really got that from Biggie. Biggie just seemed like a gangster rapper, yeah, uh, who told stories well. Yeah, that's all he was ever expressed as to pa- me. Pac had this myth, this myth behind him. Yeah, this this there was a story beneath the story of like. His story's almost kind of creepy. Yeah, the entire thing of, oh, he's actually not dead, yeah. or he's going to come back someday. Yeah. It's like Jesus mythos, yeah. and uh, like trying to decode the uh, the hidden uh, stories behind Kaluminati yeah. and all this stuff. Shook shot me, and all that, you know, like yeah. d- digging deep into Dude. the mythos of Tupac and the his death. Shook shot me. Shook shot me. <laughs> <laughs> I fucking love that I rem- <laughs> I remember... When I found out about that, I had it on CD and I kept rewinding and listening to it. And then I uh, I went to my brother, who's older than me, substantially, and I, I said, D- 
do you know do you know about this yeah and he goes that was around when i was around too you know <laughs> yeah i was like i was like your age when they found out about this stuff so yeah yeah i know about it I love it's like, it. oh, pe- people know about this and just casually go on with their day. Shook when Tupac me. said Suge shot me on a record. Suge shot me. <sighs> Crazy. It's so stupid. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I remember we used to. And that's why I uh, believe in Q. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. We used to um, go on LimeWire and just download all of that shit. Mm-hmm. You know, them breaking down the, the wave files, um, the videos that purported to, you know, either show either prove that he died or prove that he didn't die fake autopsy photos mm-hmm. and stuff all kinds of crazy shit man yep yeah so there was that myth behind him that really kind of heightened that it heightened his character and then when you actually sit down and listen to his records you're like man he's for sure really really good but i mean i mean i'm not my head's not exploding from yeah. this stuff it's not you know it's not the great craziest fucking well, the greatest shit I've ever heard in my I life. I think he had a few really, really well-told stories, really uh, really good, mm, I guess, poetic and heartfelt songs, but I think his biggest strength was always his delivery. Mm-hmm. So in that way, I can kind of vibe with what you're saying about him <laughs> having this amazing acting career to come because it was more his voice and his performance yeah. That made, for me, him such a uh, charismatic and uh, you know powerful artist. Mm-hmm. So if we got that in more cinema, I could see that. Yeah, working out. No, I think it, I think he was on the <clears throat> I think he was on the cusp, and not only because of potentially, not only because of what he had done, but potentially what he could have done. You talk about he could have had New Jack City. Mm-hmm. He could have been Baby Boy. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm trying to think. There's other roles that he was that they were looking at him for mm-hmm. that could have been like star. Too Fast and Furious. Yeah, he was supposed to be the. Wait, no, he wasn't. <laughs> I'm like, wait, he just well, takes all of Tyrese's all of Ty- roles, <laughs> dude. Can you imagine? Can you fucking imagine? Uh, yeah, Pac in the. Uh, what a waste of a career. <laughs> yeah. I wonder uh, how Tyrese feels about that. Because mm. once he got that, he was like, oh, I'll never have to work a day in my yeah. life now. I'm just going to do this. I'm good with this forever. That's why he's so obsessed with like, dude, we got we to gotta schedule yeah. it. <laughs> I don't know if you've uh, seen this, guys, but we haven't you know, started filming in a couple of months. Uh, <laughs> we got a couple of fast movies to make. You know what I'm saying? Don't make me cry. <laughs> Again. I will. <laughs> you've seen it. Mm-hmm. Uh you know he wants his own spinoff. Oh, for sure. He's vying for him and Ludacris' spinoff. Mm. Yeah. Yeah, I don't. <laughs> no. 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 They somebody would somebody posted some poll where they were like, "Who's the best rapper actor?" And Ludacris was on the list, and I was just like, what "Huh? Are you talking about? <laughs> huh? What are you talking about? Ludacris? Oh. That idea is ludicrous." <laughs> wow. Thanks, Dad. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. Uh, Incredible uh, joke. Uh, <coughs> Stick around for oh, he's more. A, he's, a, he's a terrible actor. He's awful. He's awful. terrible. Uh, who would be atop that list? Best rapper actors? Ice T, Ice Cube. Yeah, yeah. Oh, I mean, they they're serviceable. Yeah. I never thought they were ever good. Great. Yeah, of course not. But they they are convincing enough. Sure. That if they were, they have a screen presence at least. Yeah. 
So if if you didn't know that they were rappers and you just were like, oh, these guys are really convincing is like street toughs. Yeah. You, you, I would believe it. Queen Latifah's got to be Queen up Latifah. there. Sure. She's really, yeah. she's just like extraordinary. Yeah. <clears throat> I'm biased, but I think most F is probably top three. I mean, because he, uh, he was, he, he focused on doing like, I mean, he did really weird roles. He did really niche roles. Like, no, you know, he could have done these like big budget movies, but instead he does like some HBO movie with Alan Rickman mm-hmm. and, and you know, that be kind of rewind with uh, Jack Black, just like weirder movies. Yeah, I, I guess that's wh- the only reason why he doesn't immediately come to mind is because I haven't seen him in enough. Yeah. I would have liked to see him in, in more because I agree from what I have seen. He, he seems like a natural actor. Yeah. So, I, I, yeah, I don't know. But yeah, I'll. I'll give you that. Um, Pac, obviously, I think has to be on that list. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> uh, a lot of people said, <clears throat> a lot of people put uh, Method Man. He's acted a lot. <clears throat> he's good in The Wire, and and apparently he's good in that Power spinoff. Ah, uh, okay. I never watched Power, so yeah. um, I guess 50 Cent. He's not a very good actor. No. Yeah, now I'm just trying to think of like who, how many rappers have actually like tried their hand <laughs> we're at acting. We're so stupid. Who? Will Smith. Uh, yeah, I mean, okay, <laughs> sure. Yeah, we definitely forgot about him. Yeah, <clears throat> but can he even really be counted anymore? Per, no, not. A, I don't think anymore. But I mean, this early on in his career for sure. Because here's the thing. I mean, we, you know, it, it's fun to 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 joke about like his mid career. Big Willie style stuff, mm-hmm. but let's be honest. I mean, he was a rapper when he was the Fresh Prince. Yeah, that was a rapper. Yeah, when he was Will Smith, he was an actor who went back to rapping. To rapping, yep, yep. So to to sell his movies. Yeah. So I mean, miss me with the like, yeah, but I mean, Big Willie style and 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 Willennium, and mm-hmm. it's like, dude, it's. At that point, anybody could have done that. Yeah. You know who was writing for him at that point? Hmm. Nas. He had Nas writing on those records. Ugh. Anybody who has even a modicum of mic presence <laughs> could and have sold tempo. that. Yeah. Just be able to stay on beat. Let Nas write the album. You deliver it. Yeah. Just be good looking. And that's that's, that's pretty it. much that's all you got to do. And keep acting. And And the studio wizardry, even at that point... Would have would have been yeah. enough, and keep acting. Yeah. Let's see. Uh, we, I I pulled up a list. Okay. L Cool J. Okay. Speaking of. Yeah, yeah, yeah. L Cool J. Uh, Common. Common sucks. He's all. He's he sucks. Awful. Yeah. He's awful because he always sounds like himself. Always. always. Even if even in like the commercials he's done, he sounds like him just yeah. doing the commercial. He's never gone outside of his comfort zone. Terrible. He's just always been the same dude. Whether he's playing a fucking assassin or a basketball player, he's the same mm-hmm. fucking guy. Funny that we have this conversation about Will Smith uh, bringing it back to him and acting versus rapping. Mm. Do you think his career would have gone a similar path then as <laughs> if Tupac would have survived? 
and it just be like he transitions fully into acting and never goes back to rap. I think Pac surviving changes the career trajectory of a lot of people. Mm. If you think about it, think about if if he does Baby Boy, we don't get Tyrese as an actor. We don't get Too Fast, Too Furious in the same way. Yeah. Because he might not ever get that role because he's looked at for that role because of John Singleton and because of Baby Boy. Right, 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 right. right. So we don't, we probably don't get that. Mm -hmm. We get a completely different movie. We get a completely different series. We get a different dynamic between him and all all of those characters. So just that alone, he he changes that by surviving. Uh, Yeah, bringing up Will Smith. Do we d- does he does he ever come back? Mm-hmm. Does he just continue to make movies, right? Yeah. Does that time away from movies give him time to decide on better movies? Does mm-hmm. the success of his rap career, Big Willie st- uh, 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 getting jiggy with it, and <clears throat> does he do Wild Wild West? Does he need to do Wild Wild West <laughs> right. at that point? Right. Does he do The Matrix because he has more room to experiment with these roles? Mm-hmm. I think it is kind of like a butterfly effect yeah yeah I, I didn't think of the ripples that that would cause it really does yeah it really does wow. so it's it's a it's a big deal because i think his last role was gridlocked with uh tim roth i think mm. is his last movie uh and and you know you have a guy like that his presence in hollywood a black actor Mid to late nineties, there wasn't a lot of them. Mm-hmm. I mean, at that point, well, I mean, all you had was fucking Will Smith, uh, Denzel, Don Cheadle, uh, black actors mid nineties, <laughs> Bokeem Woodbine, <laughs> Ed, ha- uh, not Ed, ha- Ed uh, Harris, Wood, Wood Harris, not Ed Harris, Wood Harris. Mm. Um, <clears throat> yeah, yeah, it changes a lot of careers. That's pretty crazy. So I think I mean if you're not if you're not gonna give the title to Mose or Pac, I have a I have a ringer for you. Oh, okay. Donald Glover. Oh. Shut up. Game over. Oh, and think about him. I mean, he's got. He has to be. Is he the most talented? He has to be the best, right? I mean, uh, just. Acting wise, uh, yeah, yeah, I hate yeah. his music. <laughs> 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 I'm sorry, all of the indie girls yeah, and and mm-hmm. and all of the people who his his rapping sucks. It does. It's not good. It's not, it's very not good. good. He's not, not a good, good rapper. So. Not very good. Not very good. I can't believe he isn't crucified daily for his rap name. I can't believe people just let that shit slide. Yeah. Every time I think about it, I'm like, <laughs> Get, fuck this guy. Agree. Fuck this guy. Well, he's retiring it, so you should. Feel happy about that. Good. Childish Gambino. Childish Gambino. Uh, but as an actor, as a rapper, actor, as a multi talent, as a multi hyphenate, mm-hmm. stand up comedian, rapper, actor, writer. singer, writer. Yeah, I mean, he's got to definitely be the most talented. Right? He just, yeah, he has to be. Yeah. He has to be. Jack of all trades, master of none. Yep. What's his strongest suit? Uh, I mean, I think ATL is one of my favorite TV shows of the last 10 years. So, so it's got to be his writing, right? I would think. Yeah. I mean, he's good in it too, but I think it's just the entire concept and 
production of that show mm-hmm. that he put together that is super super strong yeah um i mean yeah that'd probably be it for me yeah what do you think <clears throat> i think it's got to be his writing i just i i just think about when whenever people talk about his music and they bring up like camp mm-hmm. and i just I, I just it turns me into an elitist I don't want to be the guy who's like that album sucks. Actually, <laughs> but but I have to be because they're always like, have you li- have you ever listened to Donald Glover's music? And they're like, no. <laughs> do you know he raps? <laughs> Please don't make me do this. I will say, uh, I mean, Redbone. Dude, no, uh, uh, Awaken My Love is a great album. His yeah. singing is a thousand times better than his rapping. Yeah, yeah, and I agree. I, I love that album, but that song alone, I don't know if you've gone back to it, like, recently. I go back to it probably every, like, two months. I'll listen to that album. It doesn't get old. It doesn't get old. Nope. I think it is going to be a timeless classic. Yep. Dare I say it. Oh, he created a masterpiece. Yeah, it's great. It's a, It's an incredible song. Yeah can't believe he comes out of fucking nowhere Mm -hmm. and you're like what is this (laughs) just gives you the oh huh oh where was this hiding yeah yeah so yeah man maybe it's maybe it's donald glover i mean we'll know in a couple years sure we'll find out really who it was because i mean at this point you've got ll doing a cop show uh, They're all doing cop shows. I was just about to say, Ice T's doing a cop show. Um, Queen Latifah's doing a cop show. <clears throat> Is no, she's the equalizer. Yeah, dude, <laughs> bro. Listen, I'm all for Queen Latifah getting a role like that. Mm-hmm. Okay, I'm all for women in roles like that. Sure, but come on, <laughs> come on, you can't do that. You can't. You can't. You can't. The come on. <laughs> the originator is Denzel fucking Washington. Yeah. You bring it to the small screen and you go, let's put, let's let's have middle aged Queen Latifah mm-hmm. be the person who's. I mean, just. I will say. I will say. It was smart of them not to pick a guy, because yeah. then it would be way too easy to go. This is Mr. Washington Jr. Yeah. Or Diet. So, you know, like, I, I think it was a good move for them to, to have a female at least in the role. And I, I think if you're going for let's have a black female lead in this show, that's, I mean, and, and, and it has to be. Oh, I, I said a female in the show. <laughs> a woman in the show. I'm sorry. Well, I mean, yeah, sure, woman. I mean, that's how they. That's how they always structure it. Black female lead. Yes. I don't mean anything by that. That's no. just how they. I would say black male lead. Right. Yeah. I'm just trying to cover my ass. I feel you. That's I all I'm you. saying. No, and yeah, internet. Yeah. We didn't mean anything by it. That's just how it would be structured. Yes. There's Everyone no, uh, has an issue with female. Yeah. So, <laughs> in case you didn't know, don't say female. <laughs> don't say female. No. Well, don't say female when you're talking about a group of young women yelling no. females over there. Like, don't say that. Don't say that. Don't say but that. But if you're talking about like, you know, best male actor and best female actor mm. in a in a in a comedic role, and you're best lady about, actor, best best lady actor. Mm. 
best pretty young thing in a movie. I don't think that's better. No? No, probably not. It's complimentary. PYT. <laughs> best PYT. Best PYT. <laughs> oh, man, we need a female's pre- a woman's presence. <gasps> <gasps> and this is where the show implodes. Sorry, sorry. I apologize. Yeah. I apologize. We're trying. We're trying. It's a hard word to get out of your lexicon. We're trying. I wonder how hard it was for uh <laughs> that's a harsh segue. We're not oh, done with this. No. You Where know are what? you going? <laughs> let's be let's be done with this so I can go <laughs> even harsher. Okay. You want to talk about topics? Topic. Let's talk about some topics. topics. Uh let me let me <clears throat> pull this up cuz <clears throat> I'm not good. <laughs> <laughs> So yeah, you want Chihuahua barking? You want to talk about uh, words you probably shouldn't be saying anymore or ever? Um, Did you hear about Myers Leonard, center for the uh, Miami Heat? Yes, very, very, very high, 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 high distance from this. I'm trying to think of the right phraseology. I don't know what you're trying to say. I'm just afraid of talking now because I don't want to get in trouble, okay? (laughs) Speak your mind, sir. I'm uh, Just be careful with your words. No, I I know about it uh, very distantly, is what I'm trying to say. Ah, okay. Yes. I see what you're saying. Yes. Well. I saw a few headlines. Let me explain. So Myers Leonard is uh, uh, an NBA player. He plays for the Miami Heat. And he's also... Uh, pretty popular on Twitch, Be- as as a lot of them are. A lot of the NBA guys, a lot of athletes are taking to Twitch in their spare time in the off season or even between games, and streaming for a couple of hours, and it's gaining a lot of traction. <clears throat> and I I I uh, credit um, oh, fuck I forgot his name. <laughs> Shit, Nick Merks. Okay, I credit Nick Merks for this because he kind of. He's one of the most popular uh, Twitch streamers right now, and he kind of, I wouldn't say he ushered in, but I would say that he popularized being just kind of like a, I mean, he's kind of, have you ever watched Nick Merckx? No, I've heard of him, though. He's really, really funny, and he's really entertaining, Mm -hmm. and he's also your stereotypical guy's guy. Goes to the gym. You know, watches sports, mm. pretty much exclusively plays Warzone, although okay. I know that he played Fortnite and he played Apex for a little while, but he pretty much exclusively plays Warzone because yeah. that's the most popular battle royale to play mm. right now. And uh, <clears throat> he's just like uh, the, the, the the guy that you would – like the fucking captain of the football team yeah. who also sits around and plays video games. I like Madden and Call of Duty. Yeah, exactly. But he's really fucking entertaining. Yeah. And he, he's collabed with a lot of these athletes over the years and kind of, like I said, kind of popularized the idea of Twitch streaming isn't just for, you know, introverted nerds right. who are just like, you, you know, you've got one angle on their hand so you can watch how quickly their fucking <laughs> fingers are moving. Right. And there's no personality and you're just like, this mm-hmm. guy's really good at this game. So yeah. let's just watch him even though he's fucking, it's like watching paint dry. So <clears throat> you got a lot of these athletes who have come into the Twitch realm, mm-hmm. streaming and whatnot. And, I mean, when you stream for that long, it's only a matter of time before you slip up. And I know that that's fucked up to say because you should just 
not. You should just be able to <laughs> yeah. not do that, right? right? When, when the cameras are off, you should also <laughs> continue to not say terrible Correct. things. Correct. But uh, he couldn't help himself. Mm-hmm. So he's he's one of many guys who have been caught saying some. And this isn't just exclusive to guys like him. I mean, how many times have we talked about this? The PewDiePie's of the world and the yep. fucking. I mean, they they do it all the time. It's it's it's. Somebody tweeted something. They were like, it's it's laughable that somebody would be lucky enough to be able to make a living playing video games and the only conceit is that you don't have you just don't be shitty for a couple of hours and they can't even do that (laughs) right yeah and it's so true it's like all you have to do is not be a piece of shit for like five hours yeah and it's like the clock is ticking on when you're going to be a piece of shit shaking by the end of it So yeah, right. It gets racial epithet. One of these days, man. One of these days. To the moon, N word. So uh, he he's playing. He's playing. Uh, Myers Myers Leonard, mm. center for the Miami Heat. He's playing Warzone, and he's he's. Uh, I don't even know if if I should even say it. <laughs> probably not. I probably won't. I no. won't say it. You but, can allude to it. Uh, it's an anti-Semitic slur. Okay. Fucking uh, K-word okay. bitch. This is interesting for a couple of reasons. Number one. Why'd he go that route? Exactly. It's such a strange... And I said this I said this before this, co- this idea went viral mm-hmm. of him using that racial right. epitaph. I said this to... My friends who we were talking about it, they we were all in a group chat talking about it. And the first thing I said was, who the, who says that? Like, <laughs> what, that's such a weird place for his mind to, to go. To go first. And uh, if you watch the clip, a lot of people have said this. But if you watch the clip, he says it in a way that's like, it's almost as if his mind searched for the worst thing he could think of. Mm-hmm. In the moment, he takes like a two-second pause and then just lets it rip. Uh-huh. So he says this. He doesn't really think anything of it. Mm. The guy that he's streaming with, you can hear him in the background laughing. Mm-hmm. It's kind of business as usual. Then the stream gets cut off early. I think by his wife or girlfriend kind of comes in and is like, hey, we got to go. And I'm pretty certain it's because his his chat went nuts and it went viral almost immediately Yikes. and they probably were like get him off that game yeah. right now right so it takes a little bit for the fallout to kind of reach him by the time that he responds there's already been a thousand think pieces about it mm-hmm. <clears throat> this is his uh this is this is his statement I'm deeply sorry for using an anti-Semitic slur during a live stream yesterday. While I didn't know what the word meant at the time, my ignorance about its history and how offensive it is to the Jewish community is absolutely not an excuse, and I was just wrong. I'm now more aware of its meaning, and I'm committed to properly seeking out people who can help educate me about the type of hate and how we can fight it. I acknowledge and own my mistake, and there's no running from something like this that is so hurtful to someone else. This is not a proper representation of who I am, and I want to apologize to the Arisons. I don't know who those are, but probably the owners of the team. My teammates, coaches, front office, and everyone associated with the Miami Heat organization, to my family, to our loyal fans, and to others in the Jewish community who I have hurt. I promise to do better and know that my future actions will be more powerful than my use 
of this word. He meant, I'm sorry to the Aryans. That's what he, he meant. <laughs> sorry, guys. I fucked up. Uh, hold, uh, hold on. Let me let me tell you this before you... Okay. Let me just show you this for a second. Okay. Let me pull up my... Pull up my... Um, my group chat. This is what this is what I predicted he would say uh, before the statement came out. I wrote this in two seconds. Yesterday on a live stream, in the heat of the moment, I said a word <laughs> that I have no business saying. There's no excuse for this. I have nothing but love and respect for the Jewish community. I apologize to the people that I hurt and to my fans. And uh, and to my friends that I know I have disappointed, I am better and I will be better. <clears throat> and then Eddie uh, put in, that wasn't a true representation of who I am and what my core values are. This was like <laughs> eight hours before he released his statement. And it was uh, almost fucking on the yeah, nose, yeah, dude. Yeah. So that's just a statement I, about how fucking... Um, predictable this yeah, all and is. And how fucking fake and just like... Like, yeah, all right, here it comes. Here's the notes apology coming in. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Myers Patrick Leonard, you're 29 years old, and you don't know what the Jewish slur that starts with a K means. Hey, bullshit. Yeah. Bullshit. Yeah. Uh, remember when we were talking about why, like, white people tend to freak out and just blurt out the N-word? Mm-hmm. Yes, because yeah. Why? Why was it? it it's because it's the most hateful thing that they can think of. Right. So his Google search fried for a second, and he went into Nazi yeah. for a minute in that diversion. What, what, and went, oh, we'll land here. It's fine. Well, it hit. It hit nigger, and he said, "No, <laughs> let me, let me, uh, let me." Ugh. I play basketball. I can't do that. <laughs> Twenty nine. Do dude. I know any Jewish people on my team? <laughs> Let me see. As long as there's oh, no, no. no Bloomberg's, right? Okay, I'm good on this one then. <laughs> That's even worse. That shows how calculated it was. It wasn't even this like blurt of like rage that he just blacked out and said the worst thing he could possibly think of. He blacked out, did a quick search in his brain, went. Oh, I can't go that far. <sighs> Not this that. would hurt. Um, let me go to this one instead. Let me. Yeah. He, I, I want, I want to kind of explore the, the, I didn't know the meaning of the word, the ignorance part for a second. Yeah. I, before I knew how old he was, I thought he was like 21 or 22. Sure. Being that, you know, most of the guys in the league are like way younger than me at this point. If they're not like the guys I already know. Right. Or grew up with. Yeah. Most of these guys are under 25 and that's what I thought he was. Mm -hmm. So when I first read that, I thought. That's plausible. Sure. You could hear that word and know that it's bad. Yeah. It but may, not know it the extent. Especially if he's like an internet kid who's just, you know, yeah. played video games online all the time. Here's See it, it on Reddit. Here's it hear all the time. It. Yeah. yeah. Sees it online, whatever. Doesn't do any research about it. Doesn't care to and just yeah. knows, oh, this is a hurtful word. Yeah. And says it. Sure. But it's you're 29. Plausible. You're 29. You're 29. Don't tell me that you don't know. The meaning of that word and no. how powerful it is. Don't tell me that. And this is a larger issue with the fact that like anti-Semitism is something that kind of has been, you know, creeping beneath the surface sure. for years. And there's all of this. There's there's a lot of anti-black uh, sentiment. There's anti-Asian, anti-Asian uh, very recently. Mm -hmm. And and those things get focused on a lot. And for good reason, they sure. should be. Um, but there's a lot of anti-Semitism that just kind of gets 
I wouldn't say swept under the rug, but not treated with the same seriousness, I would mm-hmm. say, as some of these other issues. Yep. And this this one is this was I mean, this was just fucking wild. Wild. Yeah. Yep. Um and, and here's the thing. <clears throat> People say a bunch of crazy shit mm-hmm. on in video games when they're in the privacy of their own homes. So it's just Number one, you gotta be better than that. You just have to. As be. a professional and an adult. As a as a guy, as an adult, as a guy, I mean, he's a professional athlete, so he's on TV at least three times a week. Also, he just signed with FaZe Clan, mm. so he was like a legit Twitch streamer. Yeah. He wasn't just a guy who played in his free time. This was gonna be the thing that he did. Mm-hmm. And it's like, Dude, you you just have to be better than that. You gotta use your fucking brain. I am so sick of seeing these apologies after the fact. I'm just so sick of these guys not thinking before they do shit like yes. this. It's just so goddamn easy to not do this. It's so easy to not do this. Yeah, yeah. And they just can't help themselves. Seems that way. Here's the statement from the Miami Heat. <clears throat> The Miami Heat vehemently condemns the use of any form of hate speech. The words used by Myers Leonard were wrong, and we will not tolerate hateful language from anyone associated with our franchise. To hear it from a Miami Heat player is especially disappointing and hurtful to all those who work who work here as well as the larger South Florida Miami Heat and NBA communities. Myers Leonard will be away from the team indefinitely. The Miami Heat will cooperate with the NBA while it conducts conducts an investigation. Number one, what investigation? What's there to investigate? Conduct? Yeah, he said a bad word on a live stream. Yeah, Clay, case closed. We 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 see it. You it's want it? I mean, you there. want you could pay me a retainer for that. <laughs> I'll show it to you. Yeah. Uh, number two, being suspended from the team for saying uh, a racial slur. Mm-hmm. Kind of wild when you think about the fact that like you know they really don't care. Mm-hmm. And they're only concerned with winning basketball games. True. But n- right now, in this culture, they have to pretend like they care. Mm-hmm. And so they have to suspend him indefinitely. So he got dropped from Twitch. He got dropped from FaZe. Mm-hmm. He got dropped from, not dropped from the team. He's suspended indefinitely. Right. So now he's just sitting at home going, Juice. <laughs> <laughs> they do control everything. Uh, yeah, yeah. That's that's uh, that's pretty crazy. I don't know what lesson we learned from this, other than you know, just don't don't say dumb shit. Yeah, don't be a hateful asshole. But I mean, I, you know, here's the thing. I don't even think. I truly don't think that he is a hateful person. I truly think that he's just saying. He just said. Like we discussed, like the craziest thing that he could think of. It was not, it definitely was a calculated word. Yeah. He, it was, the, his word choices will always baffle my mind. <laughs> but I don't think that he's a bad person. I think he was just saying a really shitty thing because he, you know, mm-hmm. that's what that is what a lot of people do on on these video games. I don't hold it against him 
as a I don't think that he's a bad person. I think that he's a dumb person. I think yeah. decision making is poor. I guess I mean okay. So obviously we don't know him personally, so we can't really pass that level of judgment on him, right? <laughs> That's true. That's true. He could be a fucking uh, yeah. He could, he could be a terrible. piece of shit, or he could be a uh, a complete angel sweetheart <laughs> for all we know, and he just had a lapse moment where he said something terrible. Yeah. The fact of the matter is, I I feel like it's almost a passive level of hate that gets you to that place mm-hmm. of where you're willing to say that uh, in that knee-jerk moment, knowing you're on camera, yeah. mind you. Not not only like just playing online with complete strangers, but knowing you're being filmed uh, to thousands of people yeah, and saying it and not batting an eye. Yeah. That in a way in itself, even if you don't hold hate in your heart for Jewish people, is, a, is an act of hate. Yeah. You know? Because <clears throat> it's yes. saying you don't matter. That no one will care if I say that. Yeah, you know, whatever. It, it's fine. I agree with that. I, and that I, enables the true hatred. It is a very callous way of, um, like, you, it's a very yeah. It's 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 passive uh, hatred. That it's like you didn't think twice about this. Mm-hmm. And um, yeah, I mean, uh, another another ball player, football player, his name's Julian Edelman, Super Bowl winning. Patriots receiver Julian Edelman, who is of Jewish descent, mm. anytime some something anti-Semitic happens with an athlete, he swoops in and he's like, "Hey, Shabbat Shalom," you know what I'm saying? <laughs> so he sent an open letter to this guy saying, like, you know, basically saying what you said. It's mm. like I don't believe that you're a a truly hateful person, but yeah. your ignorance spawns hatred in other people. Sure, when they see that you drop something like that so carelessly. And he's like, you know, I'm in Miami all the time, so if you want to get dinner and we can talk about this. Mm-hmm. He extends his hand, <clears throat> which is very cool. Yeah. Not his responsibility to educate a grown-ass man about anti-Semitism, um, but very cool that, that he would do that yeah. anyway. It's like, come on, guys. Come on. <laughs> so I just What are we doing here? Dude, I'm just getting so... I'm getting so frustrated with these people making these kinds of mistakes mm-hmm. when blurting out slurs on live streams, all gas, no brakes is another good example of just yeah. like a stupid mistake where it's like, how many, how much, how many times do you need to see a cautionary tale? How many times do you need to see somebody get robbed mm-hmm. in this industry? Yeah. I was going to say, n- not that anyone involved in all gas, no brakes said anything racist. <laughs> right. No. <laughs> Completely different thing, but yeah. kind of the same. Yeah. Uh, it's just just watching young men make mistakes that are just so easy to not make. Mm-hmm. It's like these industries are uh, minefields, mm-hmm. mine, minefields. I put the D in the wrong place. They're not mind feels. Mind feels. They're mind fields. Uh-huh. And it's like these this indus- these industries that they're in are minefields. Oh, oh. <laughs> That's not okay. <laughs> hey. Cut it out. It's a live set. All right, she's going away. Sorry. <laughs> Boom. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, these industries that these guys are in are minefields, and and they're they're it's like it's like they have a little um, radar at the top of the mm-hmm. screen, and you can see where these where the mines are. Yeah, 
and they're going, ah, I'm going to keep walking <laughs> this fine. way. I'll and, worry about that later. And it's like when it blows up in your face, you have no one else to blame. Yeah. This all gas, no brakes thing. Mm-hmm. If if you don't know, all gas, no brakes is a YouTube channel where <clears throat> this guy goes around. He drives around in an RV and he just he 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 goes to these conventions and he goes to these um, festivals and stuff. And he basically he tries to find the underbelly of the underbelly of America mm-hmm. and then puts a microphone in front of the people who are there and just lets them lets them rip. Yeah. And it's compelling, amazing content. It's just, it's stuff that you just, you're like, Oh man, I knew that there were people like that, but watching them just, uh, it, it's the strangest thing that they do too, which is they will just keep going. Yeah. They'll keep going on. their crazy. Mm-hmm. It's the best kind of interview where they, he just simply asks a question <laughs> And puts a microphone in front of their face. And then he lets them go and go. And it's like he it's like he's encountered people who have never had anyone care about their opinion before. And mm-hmm. the fact that there's a camera in front of them and a mic in their face and they go, My time to shine. Yep. I've I'm been waiting for I'm this. Spilling everything. Yep. So he's gone to he Donald Trump Jr.'s book, book signing. signing, Flat Earth Festival. Uh, porn festival. The mm-hmm. uh, uh, what else did he did? The last one, I think, he went to some place where where they're famous for Bigfoot sightings. Yeah. So he went on a Bigfoot trip. He went to Burning Man. I think it was to, one of the first yeah. ones. I mean, uh, oh, he went to uh, what's what's the the biker thing? The big COVID super spreader <laughs> event. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. He was out there for that. Yep. So he's um, and it was his idea. Yeah. The whole the, the the whole concept was his idea. He wrote a book when he was in college about hitchhiking across America mm-hmm. and the book was called All Gas No Breaks. He comes up with this idea and then he sells it to this production company and in turn the production company um buys the RV for him and kind of helps him financially with all of this stuff. What he I guess didn't realize until now was that he signed the rights to the show over. Yeah. Everything, apparently. Mm-hmm. The name of it. The name, <clears throat> the YouTube channel, the RV, apparently. Yeah. The whole thing, the, the entire concept. And so now he doesn't own anything. And he posted something uh, saying, like, I'm not affiliated with All Gas No Breaks mm-hmm. anymore. We're going to do something different. Thank you for your support, blah, 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 blah. And I was still following All Gas No Breaks. I was still following their Instagram. Yeah. And they posted something where we're like, we're going international and we're looking yeah. for correspondence. And it's like, oh, are you going to turn this into like a Vice Daily Show kind yeah. of thing? Yep. Oh, it's going to get ruined. If you if you are a fan of All Gas No Breaks, please unfollow that page and just <laughs> and just move over to to Andrew's yeah. uh, Instagram. Andrew Callahan. I'm much more interested to see what he can come up with next than to watch them bastardize his show. Yep. The biggest takeaway from this for me is I know that he signed the con- he says he signed the contract when he was 21. <clears throat> and I understand that when you're that young and you've got no prospects and you're just out of school and you don't want a day job and you're just like fuck it man, let's do this. Then you'd probably fu- you'd probably put your signature on anything. But yeah. I I just feel like we're at a point and i think the guy the kid i think andrew's only like 24 25 it's like 23 
Yeah, so, I mean, it wasn't a long time ago when he signed that contract. So we're not talking about ancient fucking history. Yep. I just feel like I don't know how many times we're going to have this conversation about people getting dicked around by production companies, producers, label heads, A&Rs, directors. The people willing to give you the money. Yeah. How many times are you going to get bent over by these companies before you, you just start... You just start going, no. Yeah. There's too many resources right now for me to have to work with you. Yeah, maybe I won't reach uh, the heights that I want to reach right now. Think about all gas, no breaks for a minute. What they were truly doing. Mm -hmm. What, other than the money for the RV, what did they need a production company for? Not much. I mean, unless they were funding their cameras and mics but even their equipment they did something with vice where vice kind of um showed you the the inside yeah baseball of it shitty cameras that they've had for like 10 years lav mics and then you know open open air uh um wireless mics mm-hmm. it's a couple hundred bucks all of that a couple hundred bucks yeah and all gas no breaks the youtube channel <clears throat> blew up almost immediately Yep. I think the revenue from even just the first couple of videos would have been enough to get everything you needed other than the RV. Mm-hmm. You don't need money to get into a Donald Trump Jr. book signing. You just fucking wait in line. You know, I just don't. I, some of this stuff, it's just like. Wh- that in particular doesn't make much sense. You know, I, I get if they were upgrading all their equipment and, you know, <clears throat> going to places that they couldn't access before. Or if it even looked like a high production show. Yeah. And from what they've said, like he and his two friends are the editors and producers of everything anyway. So yeah. it's not like that's the other thing, like with August No Breaks that is continuing on without them, what are they gonna do? Like are they gonna just try to ape their style and like imitate it with brand new people that kinda have the same shtick like what what's that going to even look like it's going to be terrible it's going to look terrible yeah they 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 posted on instagram that they're going worldwide or international rather and so excuse me yeah you're going to get an episode from like you know some place where something crazy is happening in like brazil and then you get another thing where something's happening in like china or whatever and and which would be cool <clears throat> to see it from an international standpoint, but mm. to have seen what it was and then watch them bring in a team to replicate the feel of it yeah. is, ugh, it just makes me feel gross. And imagine taking that job. Like, oh, they don't give a fuck. What do you do? What What do you do? I mean, if you're a person who's going to take that job, you're past the point of, you know, artistic integrity. Integrity, yeah. And you're like, oh, this is a paycheck and I'm getting, I'm going to earn this paycheck. Yeah. So, you know, it's just, it's just getting so frustrating watching these young guys and girls make these kinds of mistakes that mostly guys that they make these kinds of mistakes that are just so easy to avoid, dude. You don't, you know, just, just be smarter, (laughs) Mm -hmm. be smarter, be better, be harder, better, faster, stronger, read the fine print, read the fine print. Don't say, you know, anti-Semitic 
statements. <laughs> slurs. Slurs. Mm-hmm. You don't have to be that guy. You know, you don't have to be that guy. In fact, please don't. Don't be that guy. Don't be that guy. You can be better than that. Be better. Be better. Be best. Be. Some would say. Don't even be better. <laughs> be be best. best. Um. Do we have anything else? I'm... That's my signal for no. <laughs> I feel like we could have thrown the credits with the be best bit. That was good. That was yeah. a good ending. And yeah. now we ruined it. That's okay. That's what they stick around for. Yeah. There has to be. <clears throat> I don't want to leave any stone unturned. I feel like I spend a lot of time talking about New Girl. You did spend a lot of time on New Girl. Listen, I've been watching it for the like all week. Okay. And we're not going to keep talking. It's about kind of New the Girl. only thing that's been on my mind. Okay. Let's just say that. That's fine. I've been I've been trying to push out all the knowledge from my previous job. Mm-hmm. Oh, I guess I could. T- mm, I won't talk about that. Okay, talk about it later. Okay. I know some people want to want the full story. Yeah. And we teased it last week. Mm-hmm. Um, I did get a new job. Mm-hmm. I'm excited about it. Yep. But I want to, I guess, feel more solidified in it. Get the full experience. Yeah. Yeah. I feel like you know. I don't I yeah, I don't want to talk too much about it until there's a little bit more to talk about, okay. I guess. Mm-hmm. Let's put it that way. Okay. So it's a suitable tease. Yeah. A tease I, for a I tease. I think either next week or the week after. Look out for that. I'll go into the full details of because then I'll feel more comfortable talking about my previous job too. Right. And I have a lot to talk about. Yes. Okay, so. that's a good idea. <laughs> we'll pick that up next week. Yeah. Yeah. All right. But this week, we have to talk about these brewskis before we go anywhere. So, Obi, tell me, what did you think of Walking on Air from the Civil Society Brewing Company? Civil Society out of Jupiter, Florida. Um, It was pretty good. Pretty good. I will say the only downsides I have of this beer is that it's almost too smooth. Um, and strangely enough, also has a bit of a kick in the back of your throat. Yeah. Like it's smooth on the front and then kind of gives you a little bit of a kick, which isn't bad, but uh, I think that could be improved in my opinion. It's not my favorite. Uh, but the flavors are all there. It's very good. It's if you're a fan of... Uh, you know, hoppiness. You'll find it here, um, but it is a, it's a just a bit soft for me, I guess. Yeah. Um, let me give it a very solid four. Very solid four. Very solid four. <clears throat> yeah, I think I'm gonna have to agree with you on that one. It <clears throat> it it uh, it's it's good. It's good. It's good. New England IPA. I mean, we're getting there. You know, the industry is just kind of getting saturated with these fucking hazy IPAs, West Coast IPAs, New England IPAs, regular IPAs. You're just kind of getting to the point where it's like, what are you doing differently? Yeah. You know what I mean? Like you drink this and you're like, it's it's good, but it's like a thousand other New England IPAs that I've had. I'm like, what? I guess if you're a brewing company, you need your bell cow type beer 
Yeah. But just yours, uh, your your own your, stamp yeah. on it. Yeah. So I guess that's why. And you know, no accounting for the process of making said beer. Sure. So you get to the point where you're good enough to make a beer like this. You should be proud of that. Mm. But at the same time, it's like, all right, I guess I guess you got your version of Hershey's chocolate. Right. But there's nothing extraordinary about it. Agreed. So four is the only score that you can give. Four is the only score. Four is the only score. Four score, some would say. <clears throat> Seven years ago? And six ball caps ago. Are we done? Yeah, we're definitely done. <laughs> <laughs> we're definitely done with this one. All right, let's get the fuck yeah. out of here. This has been the One Baron Podcast for myself, Marco Dupa, for Adam Obesius Rodriguez. Baby, baby. Thank you guys for listening. Drink delicious beer. Like, share, and subscribe everywhere podcasts are sold. Listen to, watch, devour, drink, uh, snorted, snorted. <laughs> <laughs> Have a beautiful evening. We love you.